0: Praise the Lord and welcome to One Church Podcast. Welcome everybody to another edition of our Sector 5 One Church Podcast. We are back. It's been a while. Um and we're excited. We're super excited to come back because like we this is something that we've been wanting to do for a while and and we give you guys thanks for everyone that's been listening. Um, all the people that's been that have been reaching out, saying like, "Hey, when's the podcast coming back? What's going on? This and that." Um, trust me, we, we you know we just we took a little um, you know time off, but like we definitely still had this in our hearts, and and we just we pray that you know everyone that's listening that you know we can continue um, you know bringing out these podcasts because ultimately we want to be you know uh, we, we want to do the, the Lord's work and we want to be a blessing to everyone that listens and um wherever you find yourself if you feel close or far from god just know that you know there's a reason why you know you're tuned in right now and and you're listening so we just pray that you know this podcast could be a great blessing for you and with that being said we're going to start it off again we have our a guest that's came that, that has come back from uh, last year <laughs> i think Literally like a year ago, yeah, like probably exactly, exactly yeah. a year ago. Yeah, we had our first <laughs> podcast and I was like, you know what? It only makes sense that we bring, you know, um, you know, uh, Sister Janae back with us today. Yes. So um with us, um, she is the first lady of the Harvest Church here in Las Vegas. Amen. Amen. <laughs> um She's also, you're the dean now, right? For the yeah. Apostolic uh, Assembly School College. Bible
1: college, yeah. Bible, Bible college. college,
0: Bible College. And uh, she is the proud mother of three beautiful children, the wife of Pastor uh, Jonathan Kasai, and just a uh, great friend and someone that I I feel yeah. I look up to, someone that I feel is a great mentor to, to to many of us young people. So it's a privilege and honor to have you back here with us.
1: Thanks, guys. I'm excited. I'm excited We're to be excited here. We're right? excited to have you. Yeah. Yay.
0: And then we also have with us Leslie, Leslie Cortez. She came back as well. <laughs> She's she her contract's not up. <laughs> <laughs> We're all back. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're just we're just excited to be back. we're excited for this next season, this next uh uh, you know, of what the Lord's gonna do for us with this podcast. Amen. And so with that being said, I feel like we could get into our topic for today. We have titled this follow back. Follow back. Um, I feel like it's um you know, the Lord has done the work for us. Like he already died at the cross for us. He 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 laid out everything for us and he, he now it's up to us. To, to you know to pursue him it's up to us to follow him you know because like he he's done everything he's there at the door he's waiting for us just to you know he's knocking and he's just waiting for us to answer it to, to, you know to open it and to just accept him into our lives and so um i feel like you know what we want to focus on today is like is for us to be true followers of christ and to to follow him back you know yeah. the same way that he did all he he did for us because he loves us you know, like let's let's have that same type of energy for him back, mm-hmm. Amen. So, um, the first question that I kind of want to go over is, um, you know, what does it mean to be a true follower of Christ? What does it mean to be a true follower of Christ?
1: Yeah, uh, this is a question we have to ask ourselves: uh, whether we've been in church for a long time, whether we are barely kind of thinking about going back to church or whether we've never attended at all. Like it's a question we have to be able to answer because it is something that God asks us to be. God doesn't just say, uh, be my friend, but he says, follow me. Uh, Christ says that I I am your friend, but yet every commandment, every um, instruction that he gave people in the scriptures was to follow him. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just to believe in him, but rather it was to follow him. And it goes back to what you were saying in the need to pursue him. And we all know there's a difference when somebody is just in your company uh, versus somebody who's actually pursuing you. Yeah. Mm. And like if you've been pursued, there's, different. there's a difference. Or if you've pursued someone, you know it's come with intentional effort. Yeah, Yeah. it's something you intentionally do it's a decision that you've made because you want to be with that person you want to have a relationship with that person it's a pursuit it's effort uh, and that's what Christ is asking of us to pursue him to follow him um, and to not just be a believer of him but to actually be involved in his work Mm. to be part of his miracles to be part of of what he wants to do on this earth, and so I bought I brought uh, one of my favorite books with me um, that I believe you know sparked a lot of this conversation. But it's yeah. called Not a Fan. So hey, if you haven't read it, great read, a must Very read a because read. it talks about the difference of being a follower of Christ or just a believer of Christ. And the way the author describes it is he compares a fan or a follower. Mm. Right. Somebody who's a fan is not pursuing. Yeah. The only thing they are pursuing is entertainment. Yeah. That's it. They're pursuing things for their own personal gain. Uh, a fan at a stadium is there to observe. It's there to just witness what's going to take place. And it's there. they're just there when they want to be there. Like, all right, this, at this game, I'm going to buy my ticket and I'll be there. But at all the other games when the players are still in the field, I won't be. And that's just a fan because they choose when they wanna do something, when it's convenient to them, or if it uh, is meaningful to them is the only reason they'll, they'll go after it or they'll be present. And so the, you know, the book describes this difference, but the Bible also describes the difference. And the Bible uses a lot of examples between the multitude and the disciples of Christ. Yeah. So this, this example of a fan and a follower is the same as a, multi, as a multitude or a disciple. Mm-hmm. And we see Mm -hmm. the multitude show up when they just want miracles. Mm -hmm. We see them show up when they're just wanting something from Christ. And they're asking Christ to pursue them, basically. They're like, Christ, give me. Mm -hmm. Do something for me. Whereas Jesus calls his disciples to follow him, he didn't ask them to ask more of him. He didn't tell them, oh, what do you need from me? And I'll give it to you. he said, leave everything that you have and come with me. Hmm. And so the disciples take that extra step. It's a step of commitment. It's a step of sacrifice. It's a step of having a personal relationship with Christ. And that's what it means to truly follow Christ. And Christ makes a clear distinction between those who just believe in him and those who actually pursue and follow after him. And so as believers or, you know, just people who are starting our relationship with Christ, we have to desire to be more than just a fan of Christ, more than just part of the multitude. We have to desire to follow him, Mm -hmm. to be with him at all times. The disciples got to witness miracles as well. Yeah. They got to be there with the multitude, but they just weren't sitting and observing. They were participating. Mm -hmm. And so to follow Christ, it requires us to, yes, be more dedicated, yes, to sacrifice more, yes, to lay it all down, you know, for Christ, just as he did for us. But it's also an invitation to be part of the work that God wants to do. And I think that's such a beautiful thing because God isn't just asking us, oh, he's, you know, he's requiring so much of me. It's so much easier just to believe in him. Right, it's so yeah. much easier just to be part of the multitude. It's so much easier just to believe in Him and then you know do things at my own convenience. I was like, but the Scripture is calling us to follow Him. Right, um, Luke nine twenty three through twenty four says, then He said to them all, "If anyone desires to come after Me,
2: yep.
1: right, to come after Me, there's that pursuit that we were talking about. Let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow Me. That's good. For whoever desires to save his life mm-hmm. will lose it, but whoever loses his life for My sake." We'll save it.
0: Mm.
1: A follower is sacrificing yourself.
0: Yeah. I think that's the key right there is because like, um, as you said, as a fan, right? Like I remember I I read the book as well and he described it as like when a fan goes to watch an event, you're entertained and you're watching it and like, you know, you may be cheering and you have all these emotions that go with the the game. But at the end of the day, there's no sacrifice from you. You're not putting your body on the line. You're not the one taking the hits with watching football or whatever, you know, like, like, you know, so there's a difference between being a fan and being like a follower or, or someone that partakes in it, and so mm-hmm. and I think, uh, you know, yeah, a, a big key to being a, a follower of Christ, in and um, the scripture you said it says it is deny yourself, deny yeah. yourself. I feel like sometimes, like, we put ourselves before, um, you know, like, what am I gonna gain from Christ? What mm-hmm. would I gain from it? And that's what the masses did, like, the, the massive, like, when they would go see Christ. They would just focus on like, what could I gain from it? Yeah. Like, am I gonna get some bread? You know, mm-hmm. from, from that little. You know, am I gonna get some bread? Am I gonna get a miracle? Am I gonna get my healing? And then, and you know, and then you know, you see how Christ, he he um he transitions from like you know giving bread to then telling people like, I'm the bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am the one you should be seeking. Like you're looking for my miracles, but, you know, mm-hmm. what about me? Like, what about you know, like like following me? And mm-hmm. when you know, like, and, and making it not so much about like what you're just going to gain from me, but like just having a relationship with me, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? And like like, and, and, and so I think that's something that um, we need to work on hundred percent is like deny stuff. It's not just about what well, am I going to gain out of it? If I come to church and I, I follow Christ, no, you know, like I'm doing this because like, you know, wait for what Christ has done for me. And, 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 you know, I'm going I'm to give my life to him. The same way he gave his life for me, mm-hmm. let me do the same for him. Let me reciprocate that. Let me try to, you know, you know, be there for for others. Let me be a vessel, you mm-hmm. know. So it's like, I, I think that, yeah, it's, it's really good. I feel like that's what a follower follower is.
1: Yeah. And we shouldn't be content with just believing in Christ. Yeah. We mm-hmm. shouldn't just be like, okay, this is enough. I'll show up on a Sunday. I'll receive what I want. And then I'll leave exactly the same or leave with just a little bit of something that I desired in my life. Mm. That's not truly following Christ. Mm. I'm like to truly follow Christ, again, to deny yourself, that means to allow him to transform your life.
2: Yeah.
1: And if you've ever felt frustrated, like, well, nothing changed when I started following Christ, then you have to ask, am I, are you really following? Wow. Yeah because if you follow Christ, it will come with transformation. It has to, it has to. You have to look at the disciples and when he called them to follow me, they left everything. Yeah, They were at their jobs. They were at the boats. They were in the middle of doing what they did daily. Yeah. And Christ said, come. And they didn't say, oh, just wait. You know, Let me pay off my debt. Let me go back home. Let me take care of this. Let me do that. They just dropped it all.
2: Mm-hmm. And their
1: life changed completely. Yeah in all areas of their life. And so we have to be really careful in just being content and complacent and just comfortable in in how we live for Christ. Mm -hmm. And if you're living a life for Christ that is comfortable, then you need to examine whether or not you're truly following following him as well.
0: He's he's gonna make you do a lot of uncomfortable things for sure. And I
3: feel like you have to have that mentality of, I'm going to do whatever it takes to, you know, to follow Christ. Like if it's going to require me to let this go, if it's going to require me to, um, you know, do things that I'm not willing to step out and do, like that's what being a follower is. And I feel like so many of us, as Sister Janae was saying, like we get so content with like, well, I'm coming. That should be enough. I'm serving that should be enough but it's like even in serving many of us don't even know the purpose of why we serve and Mm -hmm. like what we're doing it for Mm -hmm. so i do feel like that's such a good point is like knowing um the reason of what you're doing and why you're doing it like you know Mm -hmm. like if we're if we're gonna follow christ you have to be willing to do what like as like i said whatever it takes Mm -hmm. and it's like whatever god Mm -hmm. is gonna require of you you're gonna have to be okay with that and i feel like that's something we really struggle with is like not we want the benefits of Christ. We but want we, it
0: in our terms.
3: Yeah, we want it on our terms. Like, well, I'll go and I'll do this if you give me this. But if not, like our relationship kind of like has a pause there.
1: Yeah, and we see it through the biblical story of, of Nicodemus, and the author talks about this as well. Yeah. Nicodemus was a was a priest. Like he was involved in church. Uh, he he was devoted to the to to this to the scriptures or to the law, if you will. Um, and he knew all of that but yet he decided to seek Christ uh, in the night yeah. when, everybody, when, when everybody else was gone, mm-hmm. when nobody was there. No one could see. When nobody could see him, he's like, okay, now I'm gonna go see, you know, follow Christ a little bit. I'm gonna go after him, I'm gonna pursue him, but in secret. And it's because he knew that it was gonna cost his life. Yeah. It, it was gonna cost, if people found out he was it, even in company with Christ, it was gonna change everything his whole family dynamic. It was gonna change his his job, if you wanna you know, compare it to that way. It was gonna change everything about him. And so Jesus challenges him and says like, okay, you know the law, but now are you willing to actually know me?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Are you willing to take that extra step? And if you are, then you're gonna to need to do more than just doing it in secret, or you're gonna to need to do more than just doing it at your own convenient time. Mm-hmm. I was like, because this is a life dedicated to me. Yeah. This is a life of sacrifice. This is a life of truly following, truly following me and not just seeking me whenever you feel like it.
3: And not being ashamed of it.
1: And not being ashamed of it, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, to follow Christ, you can't choose to follow him in specific moments or in specific places of your life. Like, okay, I'm gonna follow Christ on a Sunday, but I'm not gonna follow him you know, during the week or when I'm around my friends or when I'm at work. Like, that's not... That's not following Christ.
2: No,
0: No, it's not. We were talking about this yesterday. We were saying, what's worship? And oftentimes people think worship is, worship is I go to church on Sundays, I lift up my hands during the song, you know, and I, I, you know, sing along or I have, you know, Mm -hmm. that's worship. Um, Which is like, yeah, we're not going to take that away. Like, yeah, that is worship in a a sense, but true worship comes like the way you live, Mm -hmm. how you are, not, not just on Sundays, but, monday monday through saturday as well yeah you know the way you carry yourself that's worship that's true worship of god and i feel like that's something that we need to work on as well is like understanding, like hey like it's not about just showing up on a sunday mm-hmm. anyone could do that right anyone could just show up on a sunday and just like you know imagine you know uh giving yourself to to someone like being married and saying like hey we're gonna be married but like only on this day yeah and then the rest of the time i'm gonna do whatever i want you know i right. have you in a, you know in the back of my mind but like Only on this day for sure. I'll dedicate this day for you only. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it's like, no, no one's going to want that. No one's going to accept that. And so I feel like we got to, you know, understand like as followers, like we have to have to have Christ with us everywhere we go.
1: Mm -hmm. And to be completely devoted to him in all areas of our lives, because if you compare it back to relationships, how would you like to be in a relationship where they also want to be with other people? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Like okay, on on Monday, you know, <laughs> I'll I'll be with you and I'll give you my hundred percent attention, but on Wednesday,
0: I might you know, I, I might, might it's somebody yeah.
1: else.
0: <laughs> I might go back with the ex. I'm like what? Yeah. No one's gonna be cool with that.
1: Uh, well, that's not true devotion or commitment. Yeah. It's not. And 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 how many of us? We all have to reflect on that because how many of us are guilty of that? In that we could easily say, "God, I'll be devoted," when. I feel like it Mm -hmm. I'll I'll be devoted when things are going well in my life I'll be devoted God when when I you know I feel hungry or when I feel your presence but the moment that that doesn't happen the moment that things get difficult things get challenging or things are required of us that make us uncomfortable then we're like oh you know now I'm going to step away I'll step aside yeah and that's what the multitude did and the disciples you see the multitude like if you go back if you go in John uh, chapter 6 this is the the miracle of the of the of the of the bread and the fish. Yeah. The multitude was happy to be there to receive that miracle. But then after they ate where did they go? They all went home. Yeah. And the disciples being, you know, after par- participating in the miracle, where did they go? They stayed. They kept going. God said meet me on the other side. You know, you have to keep going. You have to continue to to, to walk with me. It's going to require a little extra effort, but you're going to meet me there. And as they were going to meet Jesus on the other side, Jesus had already gone. They get in the boat. And what happens on the boat? There's a storm. Mm -hmm. And the multitude could be like, oh, well, you see, I got lucky. I didn't have to go through the storm. And like, but the disciples got to be in the storm they got to see Jesus walk on water. Yeah. Yep. And Peter got to walk on water with Jesus. Yes. And so rather than being, sitting as the multitude and being like, oh my gosh, I lucked out. Yeah. I didn't have to go through that. I got my miracle, but I still got to stay comfortable. We should think of it as like, You're I missed out, out. Yeah. on a miracle of God. I missed out on walking on water. Like I missed out on going to the other side with Jesus Christ. Like I missed out on that. And like, so our desire should be so much greater to actually want to witness that and pursue Christ wherever he goes in the storm, in the silent moments, in the, in the, when they went up to pray and in the times of the multitude, Mm. when things are, you know, are, are more positive, when other people around us are also doing the same thing. Like we have to be as hungry when there are other people doing it or when nobody else wants to.
0: Mm. Cause I feel like that's sometimes like, like what happened with them when you're in the storms, sometimes that's when you get to see like the, like, you know, the true power of, of God, mm-hmm. you know? Cause like, like they did, like they were in the storm with right there and they got to witness Jesus walk on water. And then like you said, Peter himself got to walk on water. Like that's, tremendous like only two people have ever done that, right? Jesus and Peter. Mm-hmm. They like to focus on him drowning, but like no, he still took some steps. Mm-hmm. And so it's like it goes back to the, you know, um the good times, the bad times, following Christ. Like it people on the outside may look at us and think like, wow, these people are foolish for mm-hmm. giving up all these freedom and all this, you know, comfort just to follow this God. But they're not under you know, they don't see what we see. They don't get to witness what we get to witness. And like and that's something that you know um it's, it's it's in those moments of like where when it's tough when when it's just um maybe we feel like oh man like this is hard sometimes those are the moments where like we get a real good revelation of who God is mm-hmm. yeah. if we keep just like you said keep going keep pursuing Personal. amen and so um I kind of want to follow up with another question though like do you think you need passion to be a follower
1: yeah, this is a this, this is, a is a good tough one. Question. Yeah, um, I remember we were talking about passion, it. I was like, "Passion." Yeah. That's a tricky word, though. Passion, because you're like, well, what it you know, what is passion? And we always base it off of something that we feel. Yeah, right? like, well, passion is something that I that I feel towards something, right? Or um, you know, if you look at the dictionary, it says it's like a it's some a strong desire. Yeah, um, or devotion towards something, an object or an activity, and we usually use passion as a drive to continue doing something. Right? Like if I'm passionate about it, then I'm going to do it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If I if I feel strong that strong desire, then that means I should keep doing it. Like but the reality is passion is an emotion. Passion can come and go. Yeah. Passion is something we have to work on. It's not always going to be there. It's great when it is because it makes it easier to yeah. do the work. Mm-hmm. But it's not a requirement to follow God. Hmm. Like, because you're gonna have to work on that passion. So what is really required to follow God is love. Yeah.
3: Hmm.
1: Because love is always there.
3: And it's all a,
1: things endures all things. It is a constant. And so when we th- want to think about passion in our lives, you're like, yeah, we do want to feel that passion. But passion for what?
2: Yeah.
1: Passion for something that makes us feel good. Passion that makes us feel a certain way or fulfill something in our lives that we want? Or is it passion to pursue God? Mm. Like what is the passion for? What is that deep desire for? Is it a deep desire to get recognition? Is it a deep desire to just continue to rise in a specific title or position? Is it a passion to to do a specific work? Or is it passion to truly know Christ Mm. and to serve Christ? Like if, if we have love for him, then our passion is going to be directed towards that. Mm-hmm. If we focus on our love for Christ, then it's going to endure any situation, any challenge, any suffering, any of those things. And our passion will follow because we are choosing to pursue and choosing to persist. And um, Psalms 84 too says, my soul longs, yes, it says, even faints for the courts of the Lord. My soul longs and even faints for the courts of the Lord, where the courts of the Lord, the presence, right, where he inhabits. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Like that's where our passion should lie. That's where it should be. It shouldn't be, oh, I'm passionate for, for the work. I'm passionate for this. I'm passionate for that. And then those die out. It's like, no, I'm passionate for the presence of God. I'm passionate for the word of God that is living. I am passionate to seek and to serve God. Mm. That's where our passion should lie. That's where that drive, that desire should be, should be targeted, right? Because if it's anywhere else, it's going to die and our focus is in the wrong place. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, so our ultimate passion should be in pursuing Christ. And that goes back to our love for him. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's why the Bible also tells us in Revelations 2-4 that we have to go back to our true love. And like, if, if we are struggling, if we're thinking about, well, I'm not really passionate about it, so it doesn't really mean that I should do it. Like, oh, I'm not really passionate about this type of work, so maybe this, isn't, this ministry isn't for me. Yeah. I'm not really passionate about evangelism, so that means that I, I, I don't have to me. do it.
0: Man, you hear that a lot.
1: So we say, like, if I'm not passionate for it, then I don't have to do it. Yeah whereas but if you're passionate for Christ if you're in love with Christ then you will desire to do anything that he calls you to do. Yeah. Do you think that the disciples that he said follow me that they were passionate about going hungry? Mm. That they were passionate about, you know, going to places that weren't they weren't going to welcome them? Mm. Do you think they were passionate about leaving their families? No, but they were passionate about following Christ. They were in love with him. Mm. And that's what Drove, you know, drove their desire drove their efforts drove their work that they did like so we can't base our decisions we can't place our walk with Christ off of whether we feel passionate about it or not yeah. we don't follow the passion we follow the cross
3: that's yeah. good that's really good
0: it reminds me of like a <clears throat> like a mother's love you're not always gonna feel like maybe chain like um, cooking for your kids or you know having to clean up after them But you still choose, but but you do it because, like out of love, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's that love that drives you. It's like, no, I'm gonna do it no matter what, like, and and I feel like that's what we need with Christ as well. It's like when even we don't feel that passion, that desire, Mm -hmm. we need to keep just that's commitment. At the end of the day, commitment is like even when I don't feel it, I'm gonna still do it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and sometimes, yeah, the feeling does come. And trust when the feeling is there, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, that's when you're going all out you're going all emotions and you know and as we should and i think you know when you are in love with christ that passion comes it
2: does it it, it
0: really does come like for me like for me when i'm really um passionate about something i get into it like i i feel like that 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 feeling just pushes me even more like oh yes like Mm -hmm. we're going all out but but we have to understand though like it it isn't always going to be there it isn't always going to be there there's gonna be times we're gonna it could be because of us because we're tired we're not feeling good or it's circumstances around our life are not allowing us to like you know fully go in yeah. have that passion you know you know and and but even in those moments we still have to push we still have to keep pursuing we still have to keep you know uh, uh, following God and, and and you know um with time you know the passion should come back yeah. mm-hmm. it should come back and if it doesn't maybe that says something like okay maybe we're yeah. not focusing on, on Christ on the right
3: thing we yeah. go back
1: to the, that that uh, story of the multitude John six we see this miracle of the bread, right? We see the miracle of the fish. We see the disciples handing out the bread. But if you look at the beginning of that story, the disciples are coming back after Jesus had told them to go and preach. They went two by two and then they came back and they told Jesus of all that they did. They said, but Jesus, we're really tired and we're really hungry. This is what the scripture says. It's like, we're really tired and we're really hungry. And then the multitude is there and they're like, Jesus, just send the multitude away. Just, just let them go home. And Jesus is like, like, no, we need to feed them. Mm. Like, no, let them use their own money. Let them, you know, let them figure it out. Because we're tired and we're hungry. <laughs> the flesh, we're human. Yeah. We're going to get there. That passion might not be there in that exact moment. But Jesus said, no. Mm. Our job is to serve them. Yeah. And they were obedient. And so a lot, a lot of times obedience will go a long way. Yes. And when they were obedient, not only did they get fed, but they witnessed mm-hmm. the big miracle mm-hmm. yeah. of the bread and the fish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, So when we're passionate, we feel like it's dying mm-hmm. out, just be obedient be obedient and the passion will follow yeah. be obedient and the miracle will still take place and the miracle is what's going to drive that passion mm-hmm. even more like because imagine after witnessing that i'm sure they were more you know they were yeah. more fueled more fuel yeah. to, to keep to going because man god did it again mm-hmm. it's like but in that moment of, of of being tired of being weary i'm sure they're like man i just i just want to go home yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and like was, do i still have to do this do i still have to keep yeah. doing this like yeah. i've done enough yeah and we can get that in that point, um, you know, in ministry for and sure. in our walk with Christ. We can get there and be like, man, I'm just, I'm just tired. Yeah. I really want somebody just to serve me. Mm-hmm. I just, I just want for, just for a moment, like, let me just take a break right now and and, and just let me sit back mm-hmm. and let me be part of the multitude. Yeah. I like, but Jesus told his disciples no. <laughs> he said no, yeah. no. And but thank God they were obedient. They were obedient, and then we see the rest of that story. We see the miracle. We see them getting on the boat. We see all of those things, and they get to the other side with Christ, and and they just keep going. And it's like so so passion shouldn't be what drives you no. to follow. Mm. It
3: will come when you follow, but love should be the true center of it all. Yeah. And I feel like God's love sustained you, especially when you know Him in such a in such that like a personal way, because it is a relationship, and it's like we're we're so quick to have relationships with, you know, your significant others, your parents, your friends, and we put so much time and so much effort. And it's like, you know, if you lag on a friendship, most likely the friendship's gonna end. If you lag in a marriage, a lot of, mar- unfortunately a lot of marriages, like it causes divorce. And I feel like you you know the intention, like I love the word you use cause it's, I love the word intention because mm. you know, with intention, you know, the reason why you're doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And um, in having a relationship with God, you know what it's going to require of you. And I feel like that's what sustains you when you're going through the motions. Because when you're going through the motions, it's not how you said You're not always going to feel the passion to serve. You're not always going to. And I could speak from like experience. There's times where I'm like, well, I'm not really that passionate right now. I don't want to do anything. Mm -hmm. But yet, at the end of me, if it's me being in my situation or whatever, however I'm feeling, at the end, I'm like, but God, I love you. And I know at the end, like what you have for me is what's best for me. Amen. You know, even if I can't see it and I can't feel it in this moment, Mm -hmm. I know like, although my feelings are not, don't feel that way, but my heart knows like what's in the long run Mm. of serving you and following you. Like I may not see it right now. My situation is not great right now and it's not what I want, but I know I'm going to be okay. And Mm. I feel like, when you follow God and you know Him in that way and you have that relationship with Him, you know that despite whatever is going on, whatever you're feeling, and if you're getting used all the time, if you're not getting used at all, you're at, the, your purpose is still the same. And you're like, I love you, God, and I know in the end this is what's going to be best for me is just to follow you and be patient. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to trust you and trust the process that you have for me even if it's me just sitting.
2: Mm-hmm. You
3: know, And you have to be okay with that. Amen. Yeah, and it
1: goes back to knowing your why. Yeah. But why am I following Christ? Mm-hmm. Is it to gain something? Is it to be used a certain way? Why am I following? Is it simply just to have a, a deeper relationship with Christ? And if that's my goal, then I will do that at what all cost. Mm-hmm. Like, Do I want something out of this relationship? Or am I just doing it simply because I love him? Yeah. simply because, man, he's so worthy mm-hmm. and he deserves it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Is it to gain or is it to just be there with him? Like if we can have that at the heart of our relationship with Christ, there will be a lot less frustrations.
3: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot
1: less frustrations in church, a lot less frustrations with religion or with, with other people in church. Like, man, I, I'm not here to get anything. I'm not here to gain any recognition. I'm not here to gain acknowledgement. I'm not here to gain validation. I'm not here for anything but just to be with
3: Christ. That's it. It's not about us. No.
0: It goes back to denying yourself. Yeah. Denying yourself and pick up your cross, follow me daily. Yeah. So just simple as that. But it's just, yeah, we got to just. I think that I like what you said. Like, it's not. What could I? It goes back again to like, well, it's not about what we could get out of it, no. But what what could we do for Christ? Yeah. And so uh, my next question though is like, if we are feeling tired and burnt out, you know, following, you know, what could we do or what shouldn't we do? Because I feel oftentimes you hear people say, "Well, I'm gonna take a break." Yeah. And I think <laughs> <laughs> I need a break. You know, I need a little break. I need I need I need a load off. And, and it's like I feel like there's so much danger to that. Yeah, For sure. So it's like, what should we do if we are feeling tired?
1: Yeah, If anybody could have taken a break, it should have been, if anybody had a justifiable reason to take Jesus. a break, it would have been Jesus, right? Yeah. Uh, and his disciples, like if anybody should have yeah. deserved, if you want to say deserved a break, it would have been him. It's like, but he's just example after example of continuing to keep pressing on until the mission is complete. Mm. That's why, to keep going until it's complete and there's no such thing as a break. Let's just say it that way, because the moment you say a break is the moment you're deciding to walk away. Yeah. Um, and the Bible does talk about rest. And I know this world really talks about that in like you know, self-care and you, know, be, you know, don't get burned out. And yeah, that's important not to get burned out. But the question is, how are you resting? Mm-hmm. When you take a break, that means you're walking away. That doesn't mean you're resting.
0: That's good. There's a difference.
1: There's a difference. Jesus rested a lot. His disciples rested a lot. But they rested in quiet and still moments in the presence of God. They went up to the mountain. They went up on a hill and they prayed and they got rest. Mm. And so we can't confuse taking a break from leaving everything behind, from dropping all responsibility, from walking away from Christ, like, man, I just feel overwhelmed right now. I think the best thing for me would be to walk away from my relationship with God, because I feel like it's not going anywhere. I feel like it's not producing anything. I feel like it's not giving me anything that I want. And like, that's not biblical. The Bible says to come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So come to me all who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. He doesn't say stop working. No. He says come who labor. All right? And then he says take my yoke upon you and learn from me. A yoke is something that was used to to move a move the field to prepare the field.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So if we take on Christ's yoke, does that mean we're going to stop working? Going to stop serving? Going to stop following Mm. That means we're going to follow, but now he's going to help us carry, carry the load. load. Yeah. So we can't take a break. We can't leave it behind. We have, Rather, we have to take his yoke upon us. Mm. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: A lot of times we can get burned out because we're carrying the wrong yoke. Mm. Yeah. We're trying to carry it all on our own shoulders yeah. mm-hmm. rather than inviting Christ into it. Mm. Yeah. And so, rather than taking a break, maybe you need to readjust. Maybe you need to realign how you're doing things. Like, maybe you need to share the load,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like, but not stop the work.
2: Mm.
1: Like, you can't use that as an excuse. Yeah, oh, you're tired. Everybody gets tired. Yeah. Cry- the, the disciples, like we just talked about, get, got tired. Yeah. Jesus got tired. We all get tired in ministry. Yeah. We do. And if we want to, like, sit back and say, but this is the perfect mm-hmm. time for me mm-hmm. to stop. And you know that's a that's a tactic of the enemy. Yeah. You have to be able to recognize that that the enemy is trying to convince you that a break is the answer. The enemy is trying to convince you that that uh you know this is the perfect time. You have the right reason to just let it all go. Yeah. Mm. And you know in in pastorship things come up. And man, do, does it get tempting when people tell you, "Oh, just take a break. Just, yeah, <laughs> you,
3: know, you
1: deserve it. You've been working really hard. You just, yeah. just, just, just let it go for a moment, and then, like, in a couple years, pick it back up again. Yeah. Like, don't. Wow. I mean, we have little kids. Don't. Like, people would tell us all the time, like, just wait till they're older to, you know, to do to, the things that yeah. you guys are doing. And then when they're older, it'll be a little easier. Then you'll be able to start doing it. And, you know, we have lots of personal testimonies. But, you know, if you know my husband, yeah, for those of us who know Pastor Jonathan, he doesn't ex- accept excuses. Yeah. No, like, <laughs> no at all. excuses. At all. No excuses. No excuses. Because the devil will put as many excuses as as he can yeah. in your and life. And as, as you let him. As you let him. Yeah. In your mind and in your heart. And it will convince you, man, but no, like this, this is, y- you just got to stop like it's justifiable yeah mm. say like and um you know at the beginning of the pastorship we were launching the cell groups and and we were going full force and and we had three cell groups at that time and i had a you know our second daughter she was she wasn't even one years old and i would take her with me but what a lot of people don't know at that same exact time like man i was dealing with bad anxiety like if you want to know what severe anxiety is that's what i was going through mm. and to the point where i was so afraid to drive to the point where i couldn't get behind the wheel without having a panic attack like to the point where i could just be sitting anywhere and it you know i, I was feeling anxious and having panic attacks at all moment of the day mm. like there wasn't a break from it like it was it was awful and and that was the same moment that god was asking us to put in you know do all this work for the church mm. to 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 um, open up more cell groups, to be leaders of, of the cell group, all of those things. So my husband and I, we had a cell group together, but I also had one um, on my own with the young people and he had another one on his own with another family. So that required me to drive, to take my daughter. To, I had one of my daughters and he had the other daughter, but to take to take her and to drive on my own every day was a battle to get up be like no god this is i don't need to go Mm. i don't need to go if there's any reason not to this is a reason not to. you had your excuse i had my excuse and not only that like our you know our daughters were going through different things we had a lot of different tests a lot of different trials i was like but every day it was a battle of the mind a battle of of our feelings of like man i just i don't need to yeah and the devil got to the point convinced me like if i go something terrible is going to happen on the way Like, if you're driving, something awful is going to happen. Like, you're going to drive and you're not going to come home. Like, those were the thoughts that would come through my mind. Like, yeah, you're going to get in the car, but I'm going to get you there. Mm. And you're not going to come home.
2: Mm.
1: And and thank the Lord, you know, with the help of my husband, with the help of the Lord, the strength of the Lord, honestly, only by God's strength and by God's grace, he would give me strength to get up every day. Every day that there was cell group, because the attack would be even harder. The more that you're doing the will of God, the more that the attacks and those excuses will be there. For sure. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: But I would get up. I would get behind that car. My husband would say, You need to go. And I would be obedient. This would be obedience, would came in. And I would pray the entire way. And I would be, you know, f- all of these feelings of anxiety, of this, the panic attacks, everything. I felt like I couldn't breathe. My heart rate was extremely high. Like, I was like, You know, I should probably just go to the hospital right now. <laughs> it, it was bad. But the moment I would get there, the moment I would arrive at where I needed to be is when peace came over. Mm. Mm. And the peace is what drove me. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, man, I know it's hard to get there, but the moment I I am there in the presence, sharing his word was when I felt peace,
2: mm.
1: was when I knew this is where I needed to be because God is here Yeah, and I'm doing his will. It's like, but you can't let these excuses, you can't let your feelings, you can't let those things be your driving force to make decisions mm-hmm. you can't because if you trust your feelings you're going to be guided in the wrong way yeah, yeah. proverbs 3 5 says lean not on your own, or, trust in the lord with in in all his ways and lean not on Un- your no. own There's understandings, understandings because our heart is deceitful yep. our feelings are deceiving mm-hmm. and the enemy knows that and so he tells us like i'm going to put this feeling in their heart i'm going to convince them of this i'm going to show them i'm just going to you know give them any excuse so that they can use to walk away and the world even tells us no follow your heart Man. take a break Man. you need Bad you advice. time your heart is you know stop giving to other people this world tells us stop serving stop laying yourself down instead think about yourself yeah and that's so anti-biblical focus yeah.
0: just on you that's focus not on you no. i was like that's and
3: honestly it's it's dangerous territory of um when you decide like oh i'm gonna take a break i need i need time it's very dangerous territory and the moment you do it once you just want to keep doing it and like like i was telling Luis earlier like one day turns into like every week to turns into every month. And then next thing you know, you're like no longer serving in any capacity or any, or even just going to church. Like it's easy. Like the moment you open the door to that, it makes it very difficult to close the door to be like, no, I'm going to try to keep going compared to like, for me growing up, that was one thing I started to learn was this. And I, I thank my mom for this was I, there was a period of my life when I was like, I think it was like middle school. Um, I was going through like a really difficult time, and I didn't want to go to church. Like, and it wasn't like I wasn't rebelling or really. anything. I just didn't. The I was just mad. Wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, and I was just like, I was kind of upset with God, if I'm honest. Yeah. And I was just like, because I don't know why, like my like why I'm going through this situation, and I just don't want to be here. Because again, it's one of those times where it's like this happening to me, like, why is it happening to me? And you're not fixing it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but, sh- you know, I was young, so I had to, I kind of had to go to church regardless. And, you know, and I thank my mom for it because we kept going, we kept going. And there was, um we used to have Pentecostes ben- um, every first Monday of the month. So it came and we went to go pray. And I was just like up there and I was not really praying. You know, I, I was all bitter. <laughs> I was all bitter. It was just like, oh, okay but when like little did i know that you you don't know until you keep going yeah. despite you not feeling anything in that moment you don't know when god's going to show up and just like completely change mm. your situation and for like sure. for me i was up there fake praying and all of a sudden like it was like a rushing wind that god went over me and i began like i was crying like hysterically and i could physically feel Mm -hmm. god taking over like i felt like he was pulling the Mm -hmm. anger out of me pulling Mm -hmm. you know like everything that i was feeling and like i was upset for a really long time like i i like i told my mom i didn't realize it till like after the prayer where i just i felt like god took everything out that i was just like i forgot what it felt like to be happy yeah Like I didn't even recognize that anymore. I I hadn't smiled in like over a year, you know, like, and to forget, like to lose yourself so deeply that way, but God could easily restore. And it's just like, all it takes is for you just to try, like Mm -hmm. just show up Mm because you don't know, you don't know the moment. Or the exact word or the song. Like God speaks to us and touches us in different ways. Mm-hmm. It could, like literally it could be Bible verse, a preaching, a song. And you don't know how he's going to show up. And I, that's one thing is like always just show up even when you don't want to. Yeah. Because you don't know when you're, like although you may not feel it in the moment, like that could change mm-hmm. in an instant. It's that an, it's an
0: encounter. Up. Yeah, One encounter can yeah. change anything. Change everything. Everything, yeah. But
3: the moment, like if we want to
1: contemplate taking a break or if maybe you've stepped into that moment of like now nah, this is my season for a break right yeah. this is we call it the, the season. season of my life right. that, <laughs> that it's just a time to <laughs> to take a break from certain things and then i'll jump back into it and like like you said it's really dangerous because the enemy is going to take advantage and convince you to never come back yeah uh because the more time that passes it's said like, well now there's shame in coming back now there's guilt in coming it's back it's been too long it's been too long mm-hmm. and the enemy convinces you that it now that the opportunity has passed by and that you're not able to come back anymore. I was like, so if you're thinking about that, I encourage you to look to the scripture, to find strength in the Lord, to do it regardless of whether or not you feel it, mm-hmm. to keep pursuing, keep, keep going, mm-hmm. keep going. And Isaiah 40, 29 through 31 says, he gives power to the weak. Mm-hmm. Man, we are all weak, right? Yeah. And to those who have no might, he increases their strength. Mm-hmm. Even the youths shall faint and be weary. Doesn't matter how long, like if you're young in Christ, it, you will get tired. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, happen. but He will. Even the youth mm-hmm. shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They shall mount up the wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint like seek that strength. Yeah. Seek that, whether you feel like it or not, just pursue that and God will renew your strength just like Leslie was sharing and I'm sure we all have personal testimonies. God will do it but mm. you have to show up and if maybe you took a break a long time ago, maybe you walked away and you're like, I don't know how to come back anymore. I got tired of following but now I think I'm ready again. It's like, don't wait for that I think I'm then ready my, or like yeah. I know I'm ready. Like just do it. Yes. You just have to decide and do it and Forget who's watching, forget who's who you think is even saying anything, forget of what might be said, just do it because you are pursuing Christ. Mm-hmm. And maybe it says, maybe you've fallen, like said, the uh, young men shall utterly fall. Maybe, maybe you've gotten tired. Maybe you've gotten weary. Maybe you've quit, but you can stand up again. Yeah. You can go back. Amen. Mm-hmm. God can give you the strength to do that. God, what you can pray for. God, give me the strength to show up Yeah, because I long for your presence. I desire to be in your presence. I desire to have relationship with you above all else. Whether I've gotten tired in other areas, God, I, I want to I feel you again.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I want to just know you again. And it's never too late. And mm-hmm. it can never, it's never, or it hasn't been too long yeah it's like now is a perfect opportunity for you to just decide rather than wait till you feel
3: like it just decide just do it and you won't regret it
1: yeah
2: man
3: i even feel like that goes back to how you're saying like you have to know your why like why are you doing what you're doing and um and i feel like you have to recognize that when you're going through that moment where you are feeling burnout is to ask yourself like okay i'm at a point where i'm feeling burnout like why am I feeling like what am I because also sometimes it's like it's an us thing it's not that the Lord isn't like it's it's not even the Lord it's a lot of times it's us and I feel like you have to self-reflect sometimes and be like well what what am I doing that's making me feel this way or what am I not doing that's making me feel this way so it's like am I am I not praying am I forgetting like my why of Mm-hmm. you know because sometimes that's the very reason why you lose burn, you get burnt you get out because you you forget your why you just get so focused on serving instead of like just you know you get doing focused thi- on what you're doing y- instead you're of why do- you're doing it why you're doing it and i feel like we we're not good at asking for like we're not good at asking god like god give me the strength god give me the endurance to be you know like because even you're gonna go through situations let me be able to endure this so I can keep serving you. And so I can keep, you know, cause I can't, I can't do it by myself, Yeah, you know? So I feel like a lot of it is too, is like asking God, like when you're in situ, like in a moment like that, where you're feeling burnout and you want to take a break, be like, well, you know what, God, like I do this because I love you and I want to serve you and like bring your people to God, but I can't do this by myself. Like I'm feeling weak. I'm feeling really discouraged right now. Mm-hmm. Give me the strength so I could keep pushing to, to mm-hmm. move forward, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, because we can't serve with an empty cup.
2: Yeah. Like,
1: mm. because then it'll lead to burnout. Mm-hmm. And like so you have to ask yourself, like, am I doing this? Am I following Christ with my own strength, with my own abilities? Am I giving to others mm-hmm. from who I am? Or am I doing it with the strength, with the help, with the anointing of the Lord? Mm-hmm. Like what am I what am I giving with? Yeah. And the more or the longer we try and do it with our own abilities, our own strength, the quicker we get burned out, the for quicker sure. we get discouraged, the quicker we don't wanna do it anymore. Yeah. Or if we're doing it for the wrong reason, like you said, the quicker we're gonna be discouraged. Like the moment somebody says a negative comment about us or the work that we did, or the moment that somebody doesn't thank us for something, then quickly we can just walk away. Because the reason why and the, the how that we're doing something needs to be at realigned.
0: For sure because otherwise this becomes a burden mm-hmm. it's, we're going to just see everything that we have to do be a burden yeah. and it's, that's where we get tired that's where we the enemy can come in and say like oh take a break you're tired but it's like we're always gonna be tired but like it's, sometimes it's just a moment of again focusing on the why while we're doing everything and then from there being obedient and then that's where hopefully the passion can come back in so it all ties back together mm-hmm. yeah um, but I want to finish now with the. Uh, I feel like you you said it yourself, like we gotta know our why. Mm-hmm. So why don't we conclude with that? Why should we follow?
1: Because God is worthy. God is worthy. That's. I think that's. It's simple. Uh, we want something more. Maybe a more complicated answer. I don't know. Maybe like benefits that we're gonna get by following. Um, things that will come by following Christ. It's like. But at the end of the day we'll be disappointed if we have that mentality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if we just focus on he who is worthy, mm-hmm. worthy of it all, worthy of being praised, worthy of being served, worthy of being followed, then then we won't be as discouraged. We won't be as as frustrated because we're not doing it to get something out of it. Mm-hmm. We're simply doing it because he deserves it. And like, why is he worthy? Well, because he is God, but because He he laid his life on the cross for us. He loves us regardless of our sins. He loves us regardless of our faults. He loves us and calls us and invites us to come with him. Mm -hmm. Like that's how good he is. Are we worthy of that? No, we are so undeserving. But God in his perfection Mm -hmm. calls us to have a relationship with him. And like how many, what other God does that? Mm. What other God says, I'm your friend? Mm -hmm. Like, no, no. There's so many false gods that just know that all they want is the glory, but they don't want a relationship with those who follow them. Yeah. And that's why they're false gods. Like, but our God that we serve, that is inviting us to follow him, wants a relationship with us. i like, how amazing is that? He is, he's worthy. He's worthy of all. Why should I deny myself every day? Because he denied himself. Mm. Yeah. Why should I wake up every day and say, God, it is your will and not mine? Because he's worthy he has done everything for us and even if he doesn't do what you want even if he doesn't answer a prayer that you want or even if he doesn't give you let's say the desires of your heart will you still follow him Mm. will you still worship him the answer that i had to come to is yes if God doesn't do one more thing in my life, I will still follow him with the same mm-hmm. love with the same mm-hmm. desire that I do right now, because he is worthy yeah. he's done enough yeah. and like yet we we ask more and more and more of God mm-hmm. we ask so much from him when he's already done it all mm-hmm. and like so we don't follow to gain we don't follow for selfish pursuit we don't follow because oh let me see what god is going to do for me let me see um because the bible tells me if i follow god then i'm going to receive all of this that shouldn't be our ultimate why yes that comes with it yes there are blessings that follow that that is biblical but i'm going to do it just because i because i love him Mm -hmm. because he's worthy he's worthy to be praised he's worthy to be served he's worthy of it all like, that that needs to be our why. Oh,
0: Amen. I don't think, wow, you hit, it, you hit it on a point right there. Because I feel like um, that's what we got to focus on is, like, we, we often want more miracles, more, you know, healings and things like that. And it's like, here already performed the greatest miracle there is. Here already performed the greatest act of love there is by dying for us to save us. Like, what more do we want? Yeah. What more do we need to ask for?
3: Because not just anyone's going to do that for you.
0: Exactly. And like so he did the ultimate like act of love yeah. for us already. It's already been done. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why wouldn't we want to pursue someone like that? Yeah. Why wouldn't we want to pursue someone that's willing to lay himself down for us? Even while we were sinners, even while we didn't believe, even while we had our doubts, he still did that for us. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, th- There's nothing in this world that could compare... the love of god and there's nothing in this world that we could accomplish that that could compare to what god did for us and i also get like to me it's also an honor to to know like i'm part of something special the greatest like there's not like the creator of the universe is asking me to be his ambassador to be his image to be someone to to represent him to speak Mm -hmm. his word Mm -hmm. like what
1: yeah I to be like part of his team be right? part of to, his team yeah.
0: be part of his like you know like you're my family you're my yeah, son yeah. you're my daughter you're on my side yeah. you're you're spreading my kingdom mm-hmm. that's like what like me yeah. who am i like
2: yeah who am
0: i to like you know to to, to, to you know to, to do that and 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 so it's just like why we follow because he's worthy of it he's worthy yeah. of it mm-hmm. all like like i'm not worthy but he is worthy and i think that's the thing that's like that the, the we gotta always drive on this like we do it because he's already done everything for us and we're always gonna fall short mm-hmm. you know compared to what he's done for us but it's okay because mm-hmm. it's like he's not focusing on that he just mm-hmm. he just wants us mm-hmm. that's it period and yeah. all of us you know our imperfections our good our bad like he just wants it all yeah. just give it to him when we're tired it's okay mm-hmm. yeah. he understands yeah. give it to him like lord i'm tired He'll give us that strength when we need it, you know, like when it comes. So it's like, yeah, I think that's, it's important to understand that why.
1: Like if we go back to the comparison between a fan and a follower, right? Like, he's, like Jesus invites us to be part of his, his team. And like who likes to cheer on a team that loses? Oh no! I'm a <laughs> Niners fan, like, so like, fans, like, yeah, like, <laughs> so I can't relate. <laughs> like
0: Super Bowl coming Hopefully up. Hopefully, by the time this podcast is up, we're <laughs> winners. If we're not, then okay. <laughs> it's
1: like, but you, you know, when you're a fan, you, you kind of take a risk. You're like, I don't know if my team will win today. And even as a player, you're like maybe, maybe my my team will win or maybe they'll lose. I'm not sure. It's like, but when we're part of Jesus' team, like we know that God always has the victory for sure over any trial, any tribulation because he has already won it all yeah he has already already won he has the victory the bible tells us he has the victory and so why wouldn't i want to be part of a team
2: yeah
1: where i will always have the victory because christ is with me
0: even through death
1: even through death, mm-hmm. crazy, he has the victory. And yeah. we have the victory in him when we have a relationship with him, when we're part of his team. We have the victory. Yeah, Like those things that we fear the most, those things that we're worried about the most. If we fear death, if we were worried about our finances, we're worried about you know, our families, we're worried about that. God has the victory yeah. of it all he does i was like so if we want security if we want you know if we if we truly want peace and joy in our life the only way we will have that is through christ it's like that's just the benefit of it yeah. all right that's just the that's just the cherry on top like man I, I follow god because he's worthy but he is so good that when i follow him these things also come yeah yeah mm-hmm. And how many of us have experienced that our life with Christ, even though it may be difficult at times, it's so much better. Oh yeah, yeah, it's so much better. At and least. like the things that we've gone through, imagine going through them
0: alone, without yeah. God,
1: without God, and like going through loss, going through anxiety, going through depression, yeah. going through
3: whatever you've gone through. Imagine having to fight that battle alone, mm. and what it leads you to, and what it leads you yeah. to, because you it takes, unfortunately, like with the world. In the world, it takes you to so many vices, too. And it, all it does is cause corruption and destruction in your life compared to, like, one solution, which is God who could, he gives you the strength to endure it. He gives you the peace to endure it. Like, he gives you the love of a void that you feel. Like, how one thing can yeah. do all that, but all these other mm-hmm. vices you're, you're leaning into don't can never fulfill yeah. what God can fulfill in your, yeah. in your life.
1: And as followers of Christ, that means that we are convinced
2: Mm.
1: that he is worthy, but that he is also capable.
2: Yeah.
1: Like we are convinced that that's who he is and that's what he can do. And a lot of times we might continue to be fans because we're not convinced. Mm. We're like, I'm gonna cheer him on because I don't know if he's gonna win. I don't know if he's gonna lose. Like, I don't know if he'll do it. I'm not truly convinced. And so we don't follow. Because to follow requires faith.
2: Yeah.
1: And faith requires not knowing what will happen, yeah. not knowing what is to come. It's like, but God asks us to just trust him, to have full faith in him. And believe me, you will never regret it. Like, yeah, a lot of times I don't know what's gonna happen, but I will follow blindly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? yeah. I will follow blindly because I trust in God. I trust that he is perfect. I trust that he has the victory. I trust that he knows all things. And he will work all things for good. Amen. Whether it's what I want or not, it'll be good. And it's like, so are we convinced enough when he asks us, follow me, yeah.
2: we
0: will go. Amen. Amen. Well, I think that's a wrap for today. Um, I don't know if you guys have any, any anything from, from what we talked about that like stood out to you and you're like, wow, just like real quick. I just want to throw that out. Like that was really good. Any favorite moments? It's kind of tough because it was a lot. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, hold on. <laughs> um, I think like uh, just a takeaway for me, it's like um, to keep going, keep going. You know, like the passion isn't always going to be there. But I feel like if you keep going, that's when sometimes it could come back. So don't ever like let your feelings get in the way of you pursuing. Hmm. And yeah. I think that's the key. Just keep pursuing, keep pursuing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that that was a takeaway I got for sure. Hmm. And even,
3: uh, even one thing that with what Janae was saying right now is like um, if your team loses or I feel like it's sometimes I'm going to use team as like if it's us like, oh, our team isn't winning right now. But it's also like how beautiful is it to see the other teams win, you know, like when God's it's like not necessarily he's doing miracles or like blessing your life but he's yeah but he's Mm. blessing others Mm -hmm. like for that to give you joy well it's Mm -hmm. like
0: we're all the same team at the end of the day yeah we're one so it's like we should all rejoice yeah Yeah. like uh, like maybe it's not going good for us but like like you said fellow brothers sisters they're doing good you're like that's Mm -hmm. awesome yeah Mm -hmm. cool Mm -hmm. We should rejoice with them you're
3: just seeing what god's doing Mm -hmm. in our world really yeah you know
0: well yeah awesome well we thank you so much for coming in today again it was another amazing podcast we we um we pray that everyone is uh was blessed from this. And um right now I'm just gonna ask if you could just lead us in lead us out in a prayer. Yeah. And then you know that we could finish.
1: Definitely. All right, let's all bow our head, amen. God, we just thank you for this time that we have to talk about your word, to talk about the call to follow you, Lord. We know it's not an easy request, Lord, but it is something that you ask of us. And we just pray that you give us the strength every day, every day, to deny ourselves, God, and to follow you. We pray, God, that all those that are listening, including ourselves, Lord, that we may continue to pursue you every day of our lives, God, because you are so worthy. You laid it all down for us, Lord, and we just we just want to have a relationship with you. We just want to serve you. We want to worship you with all that we are, Lord. And I just pray that you give us the strength to be able to carry on whether we feel weak, whether we feel tired, whether we feel discouraged, Lord, whether things haven't gone our way, God, I just pray that you give us the strength that we need to continue to press on because you are worthy to be followed, Lord. Help us, God, to not be complacent, to be content, God, with just sitting like the multitude, Lord, but help us to desire, to want, to pursue you, to be part of your disciples, Lord. That is what you called us to be, You didn't call us to sit on the sidelines, God. You called us to walk with you, to go through the storms with you, to get to the other side with you, Lord. Let that be our desire. Let that be a burden in each of our hearts, God, Lord. And whether we've grown tired, whether we've taken a break, whether we've walked away, Lord, I pray that we can get up once again, that we can continue to pursue you like never before, that we can just do what we need to do, God, in obedience because you are worthy. Help that love, help that passion, God, just burn in our hearts once again for you, Lord. We know that we won't regret it. We know that there is nothing greater. We just ask that you help us, Lord, be followers of you and not fans, Lord. Help us to follow you back because you've already done it all. You've done everything that we will ever need, God. And so our desire today and for the rest of our lives, God, is to follow you to glorify you in all that we do, and to serve you through telling others about you. We love you, Lord, and we ask in Jesus'
0: name. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for watching. Um, Be sure to like, subscribe, follow all our other stuff. I don't even know. (laughs) Do we have a YouTube? We don't even have a YouTube, huh? We do have a YouTube. Subscribe. (laughs) Gordo's laughing in the back. But thank you guys. We love you guys, and we, we will see you guys next time.
1: you guys so much for listening. Be sure to check out our podcast
3: called One Church on all podcast platforms. We'll see you guys next time. God bless.